Hey, everybody. God bless you. I want to ask you a question. The first word that comes to your mind when you hear the word healing, you're probably thinking about power or miracle or supernatural. You may not think about the word parenting, and that's exactly what we're going to be speaking about today. I'm your host, Steve Hanna. It's an honor to be with you today. You have joined the Be Healed podcast. Guys, this podcast is all about you getting equipped with God's biblical understanding of how to bring his overcoming power into your life. When God sent his son, he didn't send him for your life to be the same. He caused him to bleed on the cross so that everything that was broken could be made whole. I want to tell you today, he did it and he did it for you. So this podcast is filled with testimonies and interviews and with teachings all aimed to help you to be healed. Today, as I shared, we're going to be speaking about parenting, but probably a parenting that you are not familiar with. It's not natural parenting. It's spiritual parenting. And it's found in heavenly places with a heavenly father. And God said that his will should be done on earth as it is in heaven. And we're going to help bring healing to you today from the heavenly realms into your life. I believe that you are going to be free. I believe you're going to be touched. And I believe that the Holy Spirit is going to reveal things that you need healing in that you may have been unaware of. To help me talk about this topic today are two new friends of mine. I just absolutely love them. Their names are Craig and Colette Toach, and they run Toach Ministries International. Guys, they are on fire for God. And the first time I heard them I, I, I and spoke with them, I said, God, I've got to be able to bring the gifts and the deposits that God has given them to you. And so we're going to we're going to welcome them and they're, we're going to let them loose because they are people who are not just teaching. They are l- practitioners doing. And whenever I find leaders who are living it out, I found leaders that can impart, not just teach, but impart. They can activate. They can mobilize. It'll it'll speak to the deep inside of you and call good things out. So with that, Craig and Colette, thank you so much for taking time out of your travel schedule and your ministry schedule to be with me here on the Be Healed podcast. Steve, thank you so much for having us on your show. I mean, it's, a, it's such an honor to be here and to, to have this moment with you and just to share what the Lord has on our hearts. I mean, yeah, we're very excited to just be able to share this with us because we know the, the power that we as parents can have in our children. But, you know, sometimes as parents, we, we, we're not successful. We're, we're human and we make mistakes. But, you know, God in his grace, Father knew that and he allowed for a second chance for us to have the parental influence that we need in order to be godly and to be the vessels God called us mm. to be, you know? Absolutely. Thanks so much, Steve, for having us. Listen, guys, I, I want to let people get to know you a little bit because sometimes people see uh, ministry, uh, international in your name, you're traveling a lot, um, and, and they, they think that somehow, we, you know, you, you, you are on these pedestals or these platforms. When, when I learned about your story and some of the difficulties that you've been through, um, you are where you are right now 
because of a journey, not because of a, a couple of uh, uh, schools that you attended. God has done a work in your life. Can you just talk with us a little bit about how you began to, to get into uh, this idea of ministry around really taking people into a deep encounter with God. I mean, we're, we're going to jump into the spiritual parenting in a moment, but this, the thing that was impressed upon me is you are not outer court teachers. You are bringing people into the holy of holies. And man, that's where God bled for us to be. So talk with us a little bit about how you've become who you are today. You know, I think uh, for me, that started from when I was a child. Mm -hmm. I grew up in a in an environment where serving God was a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. It wasn't uncommon for us to have people living in our home at all times. If there was somebody down and out, you can be sure my my dad was bringing them in. You know, even though we didn't have a whole lot, he was. That's where I learned about Christ. I learned about the Word and the deeper understanding of the Word around the dinner table in the kitchen. In the lounge, my parents um, were the kind, well, like I'm raising mine, where we were taken with everywhere we, yes. everywhere they went. So if he, because he was a pastor and he needed to go counsel, well, I was the little five-year-old, seven-year-old, eight-year-old sitting at his feet listening while he counseled people on their marriage, counseled them through drug addiction, and it was just my normal and so that's where it started. So, of course, when I brought Craig home one day, <laughs> I was actually trying to have a rebellion stint. That's a whole other story. But I brought, I brought this heavy metal headbanger home in the throes of my rebellion. And, well, he got to sit around the dinner table. You know what happened, right? Mm -hmm. Well, the Holy Spirit got him. Yep. And so now he came into that environment. And it, it never occurred to us that ministry should be anything else. Yes. yes. What we do on the podium, what we do on the screen is such a small fraction mm. of the real ministry we do. And that is the power of spiritual parenting. Mm. And when we get into the subject of spiritual parenting, there are a lot of people that call others, their moms, their dads, mm. but until you're getting involved in their lives, mm. You haven't even begun to truly minister to the deep-seated hurts and needs that are inside of them. So let's let's define this because I'm sure a lot of people listening right now, they're certainly aware of what it means to be a parent and to be a mom and a dad. And we're bringing up this idea of spiritual parenting. And depending on a person's upbringing or their spiritual uh, background, they may know about a pastor, they may know about a priest. They may not know what a spiritual parent is. Can you define what that is? They take you back to the beginning. Yes. And they reparent you mm -hmm. in all the, the, the blocks, the building blocks of yes. your life. You know, when we talk about hurts, just stop for a minute and think back on the times you were wounded most mm -hmm. in this life. I promise you, you're going right back to your childhood. Yes. You're not even going to consider what happened at school, although there's a part there. Mm -hmm. You're going to think about your relationship with your mom. You're going to think about your relationship with your dad and then with your siblings. Mm -hmm. Now, as a child, these build up the character and the person we're going to become yes. one day. Now, what happens if something gets broken yeah. right there in the beginning? Yes. You know, for me, Coming into this, it was so interesting, you know, just to, just to give you a bit of my side was, you know, I grew up in 
we we were aware of God, but we didn't serve God. You know, I, a lot of people are like that. You know, they know of God. They know that the Bible, They've they, they, there's been times where they've heard about the Bible, but they don't serve God. And so when I came into this and I gave my heart to the Lord, reading the scriptures for myself, actually the New Testament church did this naturally. It was something they did naturally. They lived together. They broke bread. They fellowshiped together. They were in each other's lives. And we see how the New Testament church revolutionized the known world of the time. Now, when you look at it in that aspect, and then you add spiritual parenting, because when you're peers, you've seen it, how children influence each other. And that was a, a good aspect. But I love what Colette said and what we do so often is we see how the spiritual, when you come as a parent, helping those siblings work with each other and working through those hurts of life, of, of everything, like when they grew up, siblings fighting against each other, not being understood by their parents. You know, we start to see a balance start to come about and this person now starts to break free and the the core identity of father that father God gave them finally gets an opportunity to break free and that person can be the real person the real them you want to know what so talk with us about this this revelation that God's given you that the church the wineskin is not an organization it is indeed a family. Talk with us about that. We need to know, we need to hear that. We're steeped in a culture that's Greco-Roman. That's, that's all about the service. Well, you know, I got to share, you know, I did a few preachers just on the image of Father and Father God. Um, and when I was journaling about it and just seeking him about it, because even, even in my own life, you know, I battled to find who I was. I always felt like I was off step with who I really want and who God wanted me to be. And God started to give me this revelation. He said, you know, I came as God, the father, I am the ultimate authority in the earth. He said, but you know, I'm also like a, a normal father. I'm also a loving father. There are aspects of my nature that I am. And so when we come to him in a, if we are, Bad, or if we are not following the rules, well, then the, the, the father that is the law bringer must come into action and he must set the, the law straight so that we do not stray from it. He said, but you know, the enemy came in at the Garden of Eden and he destroyed the image of the loving father. From that moment, the, it, it ate away at the loving father and all we saw was judgmental father. We were too, so we became, so every generation thereafter became too afraid to come to father because he's the judgment. He's going to smite them for every little thing they do wrong. And it's like, he said, but I'm not that kind of father. I came to give blessing. I mean, the garden of Eden, he didn't need a garden of Eden. He, he was the beginning and the end. He can travel time. He can, you know, he was a spirit. He doesn't need tangible things to make him happy, but for his for his man, for his woman, he made a whole garden with all the blessings they needed. That's the loving father that we serve. That's the loving father that created us. And he said, you know, I had to make a way of showing them how to get back to me. And so I brought Jesus because when Jesus comes in, he is the image of love. He is the image that now people can look at Jesus, fall in love with him. And through that, Jesus leads them back to the father. And through that, we start to see a beautiful image 
of what Father God is like. Yes, he's the law bringer. He is the one that sets things straight because he has to have everything in order in order for the blessings to be to come upon us. But Jesus is that mediator, that, that, that step between the two that can lead us back to Jesus. And when we get that right, and we see the, the love of the Father. If we see Father God in that true aspect, we see the blessings and therefore we get the right image that we need to follow as fathers, as sons, as daughters in the, in the image of our Father. And like I said, then you become the core and the real person who you need to be. Mm, I love this. I just want to jump off what I, I keep picking up in my spirit is <clears throat> this word identity. Mm. Um why do we need to be known as the family of God? Why do we need spiritual parenting? Because I believe that every attack Satan levied against us mm. right through our lives does this one thing. It destroys our identity. Yes. If you consider abuse, every kind of abuse, yes. what is it? What is the scar that that abuse yeah. leaves? It's a lack of identity. Yes. You, you lose your femininity. You lose your masculinity. You lose your essence of who I am, what I'm good for, what I'm called for. And when Satan can strip you of your identity, yes. then you become weak. Mm -hmm. You put down your armor because you never think that you're worthy enough to pick up the armor that your father gave you. And that's why we need spiritual parenting and why the father is revealing himself to his people because he wants them to know not just who he is. Yes. The father comes to show us who we are yes. and we've, thrown our identity down yep. and Satan's come yep. and just from the garden of Eden already, yep. what is the first thing he has Eve do? Let go of her identity. When we lose our identity, mm -hmm. we lose our faith. Yes. We lose our confidence. And that is why, well, it goes back to the home. Where is it that a child begins to know yep. who they are? It's in the arms of their mother. Mm -hmm. Look of the face of their father. Mm -hmm. That's how they know who they are. Mm. And if we want to see true healing yep. in the church to help the church know their identity, then we need the courage yes. of spiritual parents are prepared Amen. to get involved in the lives mm. of the people God brings them yeah. to go to the core of where the hurts all at. Mm -hmm. So we have in Romans chapter 8, verse 15, we have this idea uh, about adoption. And we need to reclaim the simplicity of what the good news of Jesus Christ is about. We could use word like um, redemption, justification, sanctification. We can look at all of these kind of Christian words, which are important and very, very valuable and miss though, the simplicity of what it's all about. That God is adopting, that, that, that this is about him recovering lost sons and daughters. And he sends his son on a mission, go and, and get those that have been lost. And what you're saying is, wait a minute, you find your identity by looking at him. What should life be like? What should we think about ourselves? What? What should we be thinking about our identity when we become a child of God? You know, Steve, one of the things that breaks my heart is when I hear evangelists say, if you don't get saved tonight, you're going to hell because they fail to see what the, the process of giving your heart to the Lord and becoming adopted in him is all about. You see, the Lord said he gave us a way to escape. Do you realize when you are adopted 
And I love the adoption process that I see where we go through as Christians when we give our hearts to the Lord is almost like when we go into a, a union with the Lord. You know, in Old Testament, when you went into a blood pact with, with, with somebody else, what was his was yours and what was yours was his. But when we come into that blood covenant with Father, we come into him and we let go of what we were. Now, if you get that concept, that means everything that was wrong with me before gets left behind. Mm. And through the blood of Christ, me accepting as my Lord and Savior, I step into a new heritage. Mm. My name is no longer Toch, but it is Christ Toch. Because I will still give honor to my natural parents because of who they were and what they did for me. But I do not need to carry on that lineage. That means if you get that, listen to that. If you get that, that lineage means... All the sicknesses, all the sins, all the bad things that my past lineage had with and on me and predisposed me to sin, predisposed me to sickness, predisposed me to everything in that that gave the enemy license in my life is displaced because father comes in and because he is the greater partner of this blood covenant, he washes it clean and he gives me that new start that I can now walk in. And now when the enemy comes to me and says, oh, by the way, you know, that family uh, bondage or that family sickness of high blood pressure, that that family bondage of, you know, whatever it is, you know, I don't have to accept that because I am in a new lineage. And father has told me I no longer have to accept it. And therefore, in Christ, I'm set free. You know, my uh, granddaughter, she's just on seven weeks now. And so she doesn't know much about the world. Mm-hmm. In fact, her world consists of mommy, mommy, and mommy. Mm-hmm. And when she looks in her mother's eyes, she knows she's going to get fed. She knows she's going to be taken care of. The more she grows up, the more mommy's going to teach her the rest of the world. She's going to say, yes, you can do that. No, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. And so my granddaughter's going to start gaining an identity of who she is and what her boundaries are in this life. Oh, yes. She's going to learn words like respect, mm-hmm. honor, Discipline. These are all um, challenging words. But if she is raised in the Lord, when she learns, if daddy says no, it's no. And daddy loves you. Go to daddy. That will become her identity. But what about those that didn't have such a mom? What about those who didn't have such a dad? Mm. How are they going to understand the building blocks of who they are without that? And that is the role spiritual parenting plays. It goes right back to the baby that doesn't just accept them, but teaches them new boundaries, teaches them their identity in Christ, how it should have been. And when you do that with someone, inner healing sticks because you're helping the Holy Spirit shape their character to God's original intention. This is the definition of healing. Anything that's been broken by the curse returns back to the design of the Father's original plan. And God, did, God didn't make us to be orphans. God, did, God made us to be loved and to love. You know, Steve, if I can just uh, share the power of spiritual, spiritual parenting in the well, 20-something-odd years we've been doing it, you know, we have seen healings by just hugging somebody. 
a man with type what's a type two cancer was healed just by that that love of a father, the love of a mother, the the, the acceptance. We've we've set people free from homosexuality. We've seen people with uh, conditions where they couldn't wear shoes because it it, it caused the the sweat caused them pain and what what have you to where they're they're having a full life wearing nice shoes and what have you. We have seen so many things like that. And it was just through this parenting, just being there, helping them. People who never wanted children because children were, you know, they, they had such a bad uh, mm-hmm. upbringing. They, they never wanted to bring children into the world because of what they experienced to where they actually got two children and having a wonderful uh, life together with their, with their spouse. This is, what the, the, this is how much spiritual parenting can change people's lives. And it's just like I said, every day, just sharing everything you do, cooking, uh, gardening, whatever. This is what spiritual parenting does. And this is the results that can come because of it. It's powerful. Spiritual parenting is an extension on earth of that heavenly representation of his love. I want to bring up a verse in Psalm 68. It says, a father of the fatherless a defender of widows is God in his holy habitation. God sets the solitary in families. He brings out those who are bound into prosperity, but the rebellious dwell in a dry land. Yes. And you know, just as we've been sharing, I really feel the hearts of the listeners and I feel so much brokenness, Steve. Yes. I, I feel so much brokenness. And you think, that God made you broken. Mm-hmm. You, you think that all those things that you went through that stole your identity as a man, as a woman, as a mother, as a father, as a human being, you think somehow, oh, okay, that's just me. God, God made me broken. But I, I want to tell you today, that's not your identity. No. Can we please go back to the cross and can yes. we look yes. at our father mm-hmm. and recognize that that is our identity. When I look at my little granddaughter, I go, oh my goodness, you've got your daddy's nose and you've got your mommy's eyes and you've got my funny little ear. I recognize in her a piece of myself. And when I I just said, wow, you guys, when I look at this little baby and I see myself in her, I would do anything for her. Well, what do you think your father feels about you? When he looks at you, he says, oh my goodness, I see me in you. Isn't that, if we go back to the Garden of Eden, where the Lord said, let us make them in our image. Guys, I want you to think about every time you've looked at a baby and, and especially for those of you who have your own children, Come on, when you see them smile like you do or act like you do, it as a parent, your heart swells. Well, how do you think your yes. heavenly father feels about you yes. when he sees you? He did not make you broken. No. He sees the beauty in the yes. ashes because he's the one who put the beauty there. So let's cling to that today. Yes. Oh, if you don't mind, as you're talking, I just feel the, the, you know, the father saying, my child, you look in the mirror and you see a distorted image. But when I look at you, I don't see that image. I see the perfect vessel that I forged before time. I knew that you would be in this place. I knew you would go through what you have been going through. And it's not all because I wanted to break you. It's not because I don't love you. It's because there is an enemy that is trying to destroy the perfect person you are, the beauty that is within. If he can crush it, 
it will never come out and my glory will never shine and you will never know the peace and the love and the destiny and the focus that I have for you. So my child, do not listen to the lies of the enemy mm. anymore for I have come to heal you. I have come to give you a wonderful future. Now, if you come to me, child, I can help you. I can take away those blinds that the enemy has put on your eyes. I can reshape your understanding. Mm. Because when I reshape your understanding, you get to know me. And when you get to know me, I can help you in a greater way. So child, put aside your preconceived ideas. Put aside your understanding that you think of me, who I am. Mm. And allow me now to take you on this journey let me take you on a journey that will change so that you can come close to me. You'll know my heartbeat. You will know my love for you. And as you do that, you will rise up. And then when the enemy comes like Goliath, you will have the weapons to take him down and to be victorious. And in so doing, you will open the doors for others mm -hmm. to experience what you have and to know your, their destiny Amen. for them, for me and them. Colette and Craig, I see the fundamental root um, attack is separation from his love. Everything you guys have been speaking about now is about Jesus Christ through the cross and the revelation of the Father destroying that separation. And spiritual parenting is like a supernatural conduit. That's allowing that heaven, earth, that father, child flow. And if there's ever another voice, that spiritual parent comes in and says, don't listen to that. It's over here. It's a shepherd. It's a teacher. It's a nurturer. It's a protector. And you may be wondering, man, I'd love to have that in my life. I want to encourage you, pray. You ask God to, to release. He's going to hear your prayer. And it may come through a church, which it should ideally. Uh, it may come from someone else in your life, but God will provide it. I'd like you to just talk a little bit about the children. I find that a lot of people want spiritual parents, but they don't want to necessarily be spiritual children. I'd like you to help equip the people to get ready and their heart prepared, their mind prepared to receive this blessing because God's going to release it. That's so good. Such a good question. No, it is so good, Steve, because a lot of you're so right. Mm -hmm. People pray for mentors. They pray for spiritual parents mm -hmm. and they think that God's just going to add that person to their life and they get to carry on doing whatever it is they want to do, but they mm -hmm. just get the benefits mm -hmm. of the spiritual parenting. Yeah. There's a reason why you need reparenting. Mm -hmm. And that's because some of the things you're doing is adding to the separation. Yep. The way that you're acting, the way that you serve yes. God, your mindsets, um, your preconceived ideas, mm -hmm. all the things that are separating you yep. from the father. And so when you come as a spiritual child, there's something you need to recognize. Mm -hmm. You've got to let go mm -hmm. and you've got to be willing to let go of your old ideas mm -hmm. and the old character traits that are separating. You see, everybody just wants, wants the healing. Yes. But even if God heals me, I've still got to then go to the gym and make sure the muscles stay strong. You know yep. what I'm saying? I'm not going to end up back where I was. Well, it's the same with spiritual parenting. I could pray, hey, Lord, help me make this connection with you. But don't you realize that unless mm -hmm. you're willing to allow your character to be shaped, mm -hmm. you're just going to revert right back to where you were at the beginning that started you on this mess. Yes. So number one, it comes with letting down your God. You actually have to allow someone in 
room of your heart and life that you don't want anyone in. They can't just sprinkle the blood on the doorposts and you be healed, people. You've got to let them in the door so they can, yep. they can get involved in your life. You know, so many spiritual kids, they're like, oh, I want you to be a spiritual parent. And really what they mean is just come with a little bit of hyssop and just sprinkle a bit of that blood and that water and that oil on my doorposts and my world would be a better place. It's like, no, you've got to open the door yes. and let them come into the room so that they can see the things that you don't want people to see because those are the things that are separating you yeah. from the Father. And, so, you know... Yes, spiritual parenting sounds great, but it is a price. Yes. Recognize that God, mm, there's some out there, God's already mm-hmm. positioned someone in your yes. life and you're letting them get so far, no further. You're letting yeah. them shout you through the window, mm-hmm. but you're not letting them through in, into the door, yeah. into that, that part of your life where you know it's going to hurt, where it's uncomfortable. Yes. But if you don't allow whom God sent into your life yes. there, they're not going to be able to bring you out of that dark room yes. and into the sunshine where the Lord yes. is. You know, as Colette was talking, the Lord just gave me this vision and coming back to uh, our adoption, you know, when we were adopted into the kingdom, into Father's house, we were paupers sitting in the street, cold, tired, hungry, you name it, that was us. That was our condition. But God the Father brought us into the to the castle. He brought us into the court. And when we come into that place, we are no longer that pauper. But if we continue to have a pauper's mindset, Mm. we will never be set free. So there is a time and a place of displacement that needs to come about. And this is where the core of spiritual parenting is. We displace the bad. We displace the old. We displace the pauper mindset in a person and we show them their royalty. We show them the lineage that they have been born into and should be acting out. Because when we stand as that, you get authority to stand against the enemy. You stand in authority and you no longer have to try and find scraps. Amen. You get the good stuff because Father God wants us to have the good stuff. And, and when you get that concept as a child, you can't stay a pauper. And that's what so many people, I want to stay a pauper because I like this, but you have to go through the transformation and become royalty and king's kids where you mm. act and, and, and become the extension of that royalty and what it stands for. Amen. Your heavenly father is with you. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. We need to allow him to go all the way. And he says to renew our mind that we may be transformed. Craig, that's what I heard you saying, that if we don't change our mindset, then what he has already prepared will not come through. And that's why I'm also thinking of Colossians chapter two. Don't let yourself be cheated. Don't let yourself be robbed. There is a life that is the true Christian life that is in the context of family, the wineskin of love, the lifestyle of living as a spiritual child. We've covered a lot of ground. We've covered identity. We've covered miracles. We've covered parenting. We've covered the idea of adoption. We've covered so many things today, but it ultimately comes to this place of will we let his love Go all the way in with no resistance. And the sooner that we do that, the sooner we're going to experience an, a spiritual earthquake, uh, a tsunami love 
uh, we've got to walk out of the prisons that have been unlocked. They've been unlocked. I, I want to tell everybody, no matter what your problem is, because I'm about to let Craig and Colette pray. I, I want you to understand what the gospel means. The gospel is not just good news. Gospel literally translated is the good news of victory. Yes, we can be adopted. Yes, we can have every sin wiped away. Yes, we can have God Almighty as our creator and father. Would you guys go ahead and pray for those who are listening right now? I want you to do something that you probably haven't done in a very long time. I want you to go into your heart. I want you to see this, this little room. It's a back room. Mm -hmm. Actually, it's hidden away from everybody. And it's been a long time since you've allowed anybody in. And I'm not saying you're not born again. Don't misunderstand me. I'm just saying that there are areas of your life, of your experience that you think, well, I'm over that. I'm just going to move on by. And the father's saying, no, mm -hmm. let me in. I know what's in there anyway. Mm -hmm. And he's not coming to judge you. He's not coming to tear you down. He wants to come and, and heal you because you know what Satan does, you guys? He always attacks at the point of our identity. Yes. So that dark room, that thing that you're so afraid of holds the secret. Mm -hmm. It holds the pearl of great value, your identity. Mm -hmm. That's why Satan attacked you there. Yes. So let's open up that door and bring your potential out today, shall mm -hmm. we? So Holy Spirit, I just thank you that you go there. I want you to hold up that room. I want you, I want you to see you just putting your, your hand in your chest and taking that, that dark place in your heart and holding it up to mm -hmm. Jesus. Can you see yourself doing that? And we're just going to pray and we're going to speak yes. healing. Yes. And we're going to pray that the love of the Father will just come mm -hmm. inside there now. Yes. Thank you, Father. Mm -hmm. Oh, Father, I just bring this person to you. They've been crying out to you, Lord. There are so many hurts, and their heart is torn to shreds. There are, there are, there are sticks and stones and, and, and thorns that cause pain every single day. So, Lord, I just hold them to you. Lord, let them come to know your love. Let them come to know that that is not your work, but the work of the enemy. And, Father, as they come to this understanding that you just reach in now. And I just speak healing to those hurts. I speak mm. healing. I start this healing process. Yes, because it's not going to be just once off. This is going to be a process, but I start this process now. And that as they go through this process, each time they get a healing, they get closer to you. They're drawn closer to you and a hunger to know you, Lord, go more and more because the more they come to you, the greater the healing process will come, the greater the transformation of their life will come and the chance to know their focus and their understanding. And I'm speaking that right now. I pour that anointing oil over you. Just sit and allow it to seep in. Allow your ears to be opened in the spirit so that you can hear the heart of Jesus and you can understand that heart and that love that pumps for you. I call Amen. it forth now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. I remove the veil. I remove the veil that brings the separation between you and your people. And I thank you that you reach past that mm -hmm. valor. I rebuke every yes. work of the enemy that's stolen this beauty from you, mm -hmm. that stole your identity, that, that tore down everything good. Yes. I rebuke that work of the enemy oh, in yeah. your life. And I yes. thank you, Holy Spirit, that you go reveal Jesus to your yes. people. Go, go reveal yes. Jesus. Go bring that yes. healing. Yes. Mm. Thank you, Father. Yes. And I thank you, Lord, that they rise up now in the authority, that even though the enemy tells them that their condition is not correct, 
Father, it's not our condition. It's not our condition that tells us what we can and can't do, but it's our lineage and who we are. And we are your children and we are, we have your authority and therefore we can stand in your authority and we can at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess. And by knowing that we can come against the enemy, even when he's louder, even when he seems stronger, that authority will stop him dead in his tracks Amen. and affecting us in our lives. Thank you, Father. Thank Jesus. you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, guys, I, I thank you so much for being with us today. Um, this has been good. I know we're only scratching the surface of things, but I've got good news to everybody listening to this right now. They need to know that you have your own podcast and that if, if they've been blessed by, by what you're sharing in the revelation, and I know they have, um, that just like the Be Healed podcast is on the Charisma Podcast Network, you have your own podcast called Next Gen Profits. And I want to help everybody know about that. Could you tell the listening audience a little bit, uh, in addition to the podcast, maybe about your website or other ways that maybe they can reach out to you and, and uh, find out more about you? Of oh, we're huge on connection. Yes. Um, well, being spiritual parents, it's, <laughs> it's like that, that is our DNA. We mm. can't even run away from it. So we, we make connection in a variety of ways. If you go to mm. nextgenprofits.org, we've given away a, a book. The Gift of Prophecy for the Next Gen Prophet. It was actually written by my eldest daughter, yes. um, Deborah Ann. And then we put together a course for free as well. So for those of you who feel you have a prophetic call or you're wanting to function more in the gift of prophecy, you can go and pick that up. Mm -hmm. um, I give away another book on our main website, Toach Ministries. But if you really want to get connected, connected, <laughs> then I want you to just uh, look in the show notes there. You're going to find a link for our community of apostles yes. and prophets. And that's where Craig and I and the rest of our team engage our audience one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. We post articles, we chat, we have events, and it's all about connection. It's yes. all about relationship. So if you'd like to stay connected with us, I recommend that you sign up there and, and get in touch. Praise God. We're going to tell you about more resources. We have a free resource for you guys who are listening um, all about identity. All you need to do is text the word healing to 94,000. Again, just text the word healing to 94,000 and you will get a free PDF of that. And also we're going to be giving away our book that my most recent book called Unleashing Heaven's Breath. And uh, we'd like to make that available to you. So we've got all kinds of blessings to give to the listening to the listening audience today. Just send an email with your address to contact at everyhousenow.org. We'll make sure we get that free resource to you. It's been wonderful for you both to be with us today. And uh, we love you. We look forward to maybe having you on the program again and revealing more about the Father's heart in this hour. Guys, again, this is Pastor Steve Hannett of the Be Healed Podcast. This is a production of Every House. We love you and we will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Be Healed Podcast today. I'd love to connect with you on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Steve Hannett and you can get a lot of our latest information and announcements there. Also, would love for you to know about our TV program called The Miraculous Life. It airs on Sid Roth's It's Supernatural Network, also known as ISN. You can go to their website. You can download the app ISN on your phone. And you can listen to it also on our YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com forward slash Steve Hannett. There's amazing teachings and testimonies 
of God's power healing people and breaking through. Truly, he calls us to live in his grace and peace. Well, until next week, may Jesus Christ lead you, guide you, and establish you in the fullness of his grace and power. Be sure to share this podcast with someone who you know it will bless, and I look forward to talking with you next week. God bless you. Be Healed is a production of Every House, a church network whose mission is to contribute to the work of the Great Commission by reaching the lost, establishing churches, and cultivating leaders throughout the world. If you'd like to give a tax-deductible gift to support this ministry, simply visit our website at stevehannett.com and click the Donate button. We thank you in advance for your prayer and support.